All right, the Minnesota Vikings get their second win of the season, defeating the Chicago Bears. 19-13. And when I look at what transpired with the Vikings over the weekend, um, I don't want to come across as like I'm super complaining about a victory. Because let's be honest, the Vikings aren't good, the Bears aren't good. So I'm not going to brag about beating the Chicago, the Bears. I'm not. But I'll take it. Because I tell you right now, of all the fan bases here in Minnesota that love to talk trash when they win, we know who's at the top of the list, the Green Bay Packers. The Bears are right behind them. Bears fans are right behind them. So we don't have to hear from them. They can pipe down and be quiet. But let's be honest. That was ugly yesterday. It really was. First game without Justin Jefferson. They get a win. But that was not um, a Mona Lisa performance for either team. So which brings up a couple of different issues. And if you'd like to talk Viking football, we can at 651-461-9226. The running game yesterday continues to be what it's been. Shaky at best. I think that Alexander Madison can get you decent yardage on the ground if you just give him a running lane. Open up a hole. He's not the most elusive back. I give you that. But my goodness, man. He's not a guy that once he gets the football, if there's somebody at his feet, oh, he's down. He's he's done. He's dead in the water. You're losing yards on that play. Cam Akers only got one carry. Now, Now, I don't understand that part of it. Why would you trade for Cam Akers and then only give him one carry? That makes no sense to me. So the running game yesterday... Not good. Secondly, what's up with TJ Hawkinson? Like, seriously. We gave this guy a fat new contract. And now he's just a ghost. And I'm not saying he's supposed to be the next Travis Kelsey because he's not Travis Kelsey. No. Or Gronk. But every game he's dropping footballs now. Like, what's the deal? What are you doing? I, no, I'm just, just no. like, like, TJ, you didn't play during, or you, you sat out a lot during training camp and the preseason with the ear thing he had going on, ear infection, whatever. It'll get you. You, you got brand new money. Step your game up, man. I'm dead serious. You got your money before JJ got his money. TJ Hawkinson has not impressed anyone. K.J. Osborne, good game yesterday. Jordan Addison, okay game yesterday. And then last but not least, on the offensive side of the football, then we'll get to defense. Kirk Cousins. I'm not going to rip into Kirk because I didn't think that Kirk played necessarily poorly. But what was that he was when he threw the ball backwards to the running back? To Cam, what was that? <laughs> yeah, you can be the biggest Kirk Cousins fan in the world. 
Okay? In the world. And by the way, somebody on the text line, I think, even said Kirk Cousins when they had the uh, when we had the topic about first crushes on here. I think. Or maybe I made that up. No, no, no. This one, yeah. From 651, I still love Cousins. Okay, that's fine. And I'm not a Cousins hater. But what was that? Now, luckily, they ruled that the Bears player didn't recover the inbounds. I didn't see enough there to rule it out. But I was like, what are you doing, man? Kirk Cousins is good for a boneheaded play like that. He loves doing boneheaded stuff like that. And it makes no sense. This from the 651. Like, I don't like to say it because I'm a big fan of the Vikings, but honestly, they had no business winning that game at all. Also, why would you pay Reisner guaranteed money if you just wanted him for depth? I don't I don't think that many of the moves that the GM has made is um can be perceived as very good at this particular point. And and by the way, you guys know I've been saying this for the last year. I said it after the first draft, I said it after this past draft. It's and now it's not just me. I know that I know that people will say like you're hating, hating, hating on Quasi. If you open up today's Star Tribune, Suhan, his latest, Vikings GM, Quasi Dolphin Mensa, has failed to upgrade talent on roster. That's his article today. And he's right. And I've been saying this. I think that, look, we can give people the benefit of the doubt and give them a little bit of time. But I think that Quasi Dolphin Mensa needs to be discussed more in a negative light. Lewis Seen was a healthy stretch. Seriously. Ugh. The 2022 NFL draft for the Minnesota Vikings is going to go down as probably one of their worst in recent in recent history. I'm yeah, dead serious. So far, yeah. It's playing out that way. Were you impressed at all with anything that you saw on the football field yesterday? No. I, I was impressed was with the almost, defense. It, the, the defense did well, and yeah. the defense scored a touchdown. The scoop and score. Jordan I, I didn't I didn't agree with the post game recap though by the some of the interviews I was seeing on uh, on the screen of we act like we stepped up and we executed compared to like, you know, previous weeks. I, I don't I don't really call any of that a win. I don't really I think this is up there with the Carolina game where this is one of the least hold their head up high because we won kind of games. I, I mean, yeah, credit to the defense. They did a great job, but, you know, that's half the, that's half the battle. <laughs> well, shouldn't you give props or props are due? They, correct. They, they did a good job. They did good. But let's be honest, it's the Bears. Oh, yeah, we have to factor in who they yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, let's, we, we, we don't, we, we don't want to give, like, we don't want to act like they just did this to the Kansas City because they didn't. I think that if you look at... I think that if you look at um, what the Vikings 
did yesterday. They got a win. But to me, if what's name doesn't get hurt um, from the from the Bears, Justin Fields, yeah, they might even come back and win. Yeah. Now that's a big if that because it wasn't like he was playing out of his mind or playing that way. That way. very short pass to pretty much seal the deal was inexperienced, and Justin Fields probably wouldn't have made that mistake. I'll I'll give credit to to Fields when I can. I don't think he makes that mistake. Fields has a cannon. I think he makes that throw. And uh, honestly, that that interception that sealed the game. Oh, you talking about at the end of the game? Correct. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's short on. I, I, I think Fields makes that play. He he at least gets the distance. I don't know if necessarily it's going to end up the way they want, but that was that was beyond underpassing your receiver. Like that was that was way short. That was <laughs> it was very short. <laughs> I think that the undoing of the Minnesota Vikings, and we'll get into this here next segment. And love to get your reaction at 651-461-9226. It's been a long time coming for the Minnesota Vikings. And, and what I mean by that is the Minnesota Vikings, on top of re-signing Justin Jefferson to a long-term extension, yeah, that could be the only thing that makes you feel good about the Minnesota Vikings for quite some time. We'll get to that next year on the Lake Show. If you guys want to get to the bottom of why the Minnesota Vikings are depleted from a talent perspective, this started before Quasey. So I shouldn't put it all on Quasey. Quasey happens to wear the title now of being the head guy in charge. But it's it's it started before then. And you can do this yourself. You can do the research yourself. But the last significant, impactful draft, positively, that the Minnesota Vikings have had was 2015. They got Eric Kendricks, Daniil Hunter, Stephon Diggs, and Trey Waynes. That was your first round pick. And Trey Waynes wasn't a great cornerback, but he was serviceable, okay? Trey Waynes, Eric Kendricks, Daniil Hunter, and Stephon Diggs. That was 2015. It is 2023. So, 2016, their first-round pick was Laquan Treadwell. We know how that works. The only player out of that draft that helped them out in any way, shape, or form was Jaron Kirsten. He was round seven. I guess McKenzie Alexander was decent for a couple of years. 2017, Dalvin Cook, he was pretty damn good. But then after Dalvin Cook, the rest of that draft, not good. Seriously, go take a look at it. 2018, you took Mike Hughes. Brian O'Neill, awesome, great, awesome, right? 2018, that was it. The rest of those draft picks, mm, whatever. Tyler Conklin, Daniel Carlson, you cut him. 2019, Garrett Bradbury, Irv Smith Jr., 
You still got Alexander Madison. That's it, man. That's it. 2020, it was Justin Jefferson. And that's pretty much it. Well, K.J. Osborne is, is decent. Josh Mattelis is okay. 2021, Christian Derrissaw. 2022, nobody. 2023, Jordan Addison. My point is this. If you start looking on average, you had like one player that was any good in those drafts. Seriously. That's the reason why the Minnesota Vikings are in trouble, Josh. This organization is in trouble. We have not done a good job of drafting, and this team is in. They got some issues. Nobody likes a 7-10, and 10 and nobody likes a 10-7. and 7. That's not – either one of those is not where you want to be in the draft, cl- in the, in the draft order. <laughs> uh, and we touched on this this weekend, Tubbs and I and J-Lo. We talked about maybe we should just start maybe leaning into the idea of tanking for a very quality high-end draft pick this coming spring because – Let's be honest, we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> we don't have a lot of money to keep a lot of the the, the big names that we have on our on our team. We've been credit to uh Brzezinski for you know working his magic and making making things happen with contracts, but that luck does eventually run out when you have what we have for uh, uh money right now and I think it's maybe try maybe trying to offload one of those bigger contracts in the future and making some room to sign a rookie deal to a very high end draft pick is something that the Vikings could look kind of into the future with. I don't know. Maybe you don't agree with that. I'm I'm not sure. All right. So, so let let me say this about the tanking. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird thought, but yeah. But I get when you're out of it, you're out of it. Correct. But the, the, I, the idea of, hey, let's lose this game is just always mind-blowing to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah just, it, it's, it, weird. It's, it's It's shaky ground to try yes. to debate and try to argue yeah. for. I'm, a, I'm torn, though, about this whole, like, the reason why I'm torn is because I think that people are overrating this draft class. Yeah, People think that, that Caleb Williams and um, Drake May and all these guys, Michael Penix Jr., Yeah, I don't think that these guys are as good as everybody's trying to prop them up to be. Yeah, I, I, Do I think that Caleb Williams is good? Yeah, but I got questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on a, on a Dave Schwartz take from last week. Uh-oh. He was talking about this earlier today, yeah. too. You need – you can get Caleb Williams, but you need somebody to protect him. People keep you know saying, I, I want this high-end quarterback. Okay. Let's focus on the idea that Kirk Cousins is still getting killed week in and week out on the offensive line. <laughs> That's still an issue that we're not, I think, assessing as as a team. And maybe we are, and just I'm not seeing it. But uh, somebody's got to be there to block for Kirk Cousins, and somebody's got to be there for to block for. Caleb but what Williams would you rather have? Would you rather have the elite quarterback though? Like, like I get, I get Dave's take, but you're going to give me the elite quarterback anyway. Yeah. C.J. Stroud's not working with the greatest offensive line in the world. But he's still damn good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So so at the end of the day, give me the elite quarterback prospect, and then we'll work through the rest of it. That's just how I view it. Okay. All right, 651-461-9226.
I've never been to the Grand Canyon, at least not yet. But when I eventually get there, this is something I'm not going to do. I'll tell you what that is next year on The Lake Show.